0: Welcome everybody to the Clifton's Podcast. I'm your host Clifton Grooms. Before we get on with tonight's episode, want to give a shout out to our sponsors who have come on board here for the last couple of weeks. want to give a shout out to the team at Tolly & Associates, also Nikki Grom and Barnes Roofing, Dave and Jen Showberl, Rob and Stacey also want to give a shout out to Patrick Lyle and the team there at American Family. also want to give a shout out to um, Little Caesars of St. Joseph and our brand new sponsor, Adams Bar & Grill. Thank you guys so much for your contribution. Thank you guys so much for your support of the podcast. Now on to tonight's episode. And welcome everybody to the Clifton's podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. Want to give a shout out to all of our great sponsors, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Also want to mention a new partner that we just got just today. Want to give a shout out to the Hi-Ho Bar and Grill for also coming on board for sponsorship. Here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. Want to give a shout out there to the Garveys there for coming on board. Let's go ahead. Let's get tonight's show started. It is Wednesday night, October the 12th, 2022. We've got a few scores that we're going to report. First of all, we're going to go to District Softball. A Class 2 District 7 at Plattsburgh. It took 15 innings, but Bishop LeBlanc for the first time since 2013 have won a district game in softball. They defeated Lathrop tonight. 11-10 was the final score there in Plattsburgh. LeBlanc will advance to meet Mid-Buchanan tomorrow night at 6.30 in Plattsburgh in the district semifinals. Want to give a shout-out to those seniors there, Katie Beam, Shea Lewis, Allison Stroud, and Shannon King. I'll tell you what, though. Those girls have endured a lot in the last couple of years. For them to get a big district win like that, that is huge for them, and that is huge for those girls. Um, Coach McCullough and those girls, definitely definitely, shout-out to all you guys. Congratulations on a huge win tonight. LeBlanc will take on Mid-Buchanan on Thursday. Also, Plattsburgh defeated West Platte 4-2. Plattsburgh will play top-seeded North Platte at 5 o'clock there at Plattsburgh. Volleyball tonight. Lafayette volleyball was able to get a sweep over Van Horn this evening, three to nothing. And then, and then soccer, Savannah edges out Lafayette two to one. Not very many scores to report tonight. Tomorrow night we will have um, District softball at Heritage Park. Um, five thir- I think it's five o'clock. Chillicothe, the top seed, will take on Richmond. And then a big one in at Heritage at seven o'clock. A second seeded Benton. Takes on third-seeded Savannah there for the district semifinal. The winner of those two games will go on to Saturday's 11 a.m. district championship game at Heritage Park. Not a very long show tonight, so we're actually going to bring a bonus interview on to talk about some of the big high school football games going on. This Friday night, we got a huge slate, including four games. Where state-ranked teams are playing against each other, we got the big one in Gower as Class One Number Two East Buchanan Hosting Class One Number Three-ranked Mid Buchanan there in Gower. Also, the Highway 71 showdown is in Savannah as Maryville takes on Savannah. Spoofhounds are four and three on the season, always one of the top teams in the state, and then Savannah is seven and zero on the season. Coach Anthony Hayes has that program rolling there in year one there in Savage Country. Also in the Grand River Conference, the 11 man division, 6-7-0 Gallatin, who's number one in class, who's number five in class one, takes on 7-0 Trenton, who's number 10 in class two. That is one of the biggest games in Grand River Conference history. We will have an interview with Jeremy Benson tomorrow night on the feed, expanding on that just a little bit. And also in the GRC 8-man division. Number one-ranked North Andrew in the eight-man football world. North Andrew will host number five-ranked Worth County. We will talk about those four games here with KQ2 Sports Director Chris Rash as we talk to him about the big high school football slate this Friday night. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Clifton's Podcast. We got a very special bonus interview with you. I haven't had this guy on the podcast in a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back with me, KQ2's Chris Roush. Chris, how are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'll tell you what, I could run through a wall right now. You know, with this schedule, just typing up this schedule just gets me hyped. I can't wait for Friday night, so I'm ready to talk about some of these big matchups with you. But before we, um, before we talk about these week eight matchups, let's look, let's look back at week seven and um, just um, your thoughts on last week. I think from last week things
1: kind of started shaking out to where, I mean, we know week eight, week nine, are usually those conference championship games, right? We, we saw some pretty good matchups last week. Uh go across the board. You had, you know, Central getting a, a dynamic win over Excelsior Springs. I mean, Excelsior Springs doesn't have a great record, but Central putting up the numbers they did, Gabe Fields going for six touchdowns. That was a big time win for them to go to four and three. You know, Lafayette, Had his struggles over with Cameron, but Lafayette's kind of been rebuilding, kind of regrouping this year has been their big thing too. Benton down there with St. Pius, it's a tough road game there. Uh, Probably the biggest one in the ABC was Savannah Chilakathi. Savannah came in undefeated. They stayed undefeated. They took care of business against Chilakathi, and that sets up this big-time conference championship implication
0: matchup between Maryville and Savannah this week. Well, I want to kind of shift for the city first before we start digging into these um, area games because these area games are going to be real juicy this Friday night. But um, Central, as you just alluded to, a big win over Excelsior Springs. Like I said, you know, the record for Excelsior Springs wasn't great, but they got a tough one this week on the road. Um, state-ranked Oak Park. I mean, this is a team that's um, started off very well. But the Indians, I'll tell you what, um, this team's got better throughout the year. I mean, you know, right now City get 3-3, three and three on 4-3 and three on the – 4-3 on the season they're yep. sitting at. Um, So I'll tell you what, though. This is a very improved – I'd say a very successful season for Central. I'll tell you what. They can go down there and knock off a state-ranked team in Oak Park. That's a big win for them. So um, your thoughts on um, this matchup, Chris? Well, I, I think when
1: you look at what Central's done this year, right, and going back to the jamboree, you could tell the energy was different for this year. And I, I think a lot of that is – that these guys have been with Coach Trotter's program for a few years now. They know the expectations. And the senior classes before them helped lay this groundwork. I think you had a lot of hard workers come through there for Coach Trotter. The wins just weren't showing up, right? Now you have a group that's got quite a bit of talent, too. I mean, the senior class has got some dudes that's going to play at the next level. You have Gabe Fields, who's just getting his high school career started. He's a dynamic running back, and he's almost breaking records at Central High School that, if you go back through any you know, other Central running back history, there, there's a lot of guys that went on to be pretty special football players too. So Gabe Fields making his presence known for for Central this year, uh, with Coach Ryder being the Kansas City Chiefs uh, coach of the week on the Missouri side of things. You know they they're four and three, and and four wins is more than they've had in a few years now. But you and I talked to them this week about it. They're happy with four and three, but they're not content with four and three. They they know there's an opportunity here to win a few games here the rest of the way, finish above 500 in the regular season. And then you got a shot in districts and all bets are off and you get the postseason. This is a team I think that relies a lot on confidence. And if they get going early, they can make some plays along the way, too.
0: Absolutely, definitely for sure. Definitely, congratulations, to Coach Trotter. I will tell you what, um, uh, that's a good, that's a good improvement for them. But uh, this one, I'll tell you what, it seems like every single year we ever since I've had the podcast, at least this has been one of the juicy matchups on the schedule. Class one, number two, East Buck against Class two, number three, Mid Buchanan. I mean, you know, I mean this matchup is box office every single year, and um, you know, I, you know, it's just one of those games where you just have to be at, and I'm sure we'll probably both be there on friday night and um you know chris just your thoughts on the another edition of the battle of the bucks
1: yeah so i mean you, you look at what this game has been the last several years right i mean going back a few years east buck kind of controlled it mid buck controlled it the last couple of years but east buck you know when made that state championship run last year to kind of get back on top of things and this is a game where mid buck comes unbeaten East Bucks get that one loss, but that one loss is it's a Savannah team who's unbeaten, and you know they're playing Class Three schools, so it's a good non-conference game for East Buchanan. But there's some dudes out there on this field, right? I mean, Mid Bucks graduated a lot over the last couple of years, but they keep not not rebuilding, just retooling. It seems like the Rumble of Kids, a, a dynamic runner at the quarterback spot, they got some other playmakers down there. Dragons, their defense is always stingy basically, they fly to the football. They'll hit you pretty hard. But on the other side of that football, you're going to have one of the best running backs in the state, too, Trevor Klein for East Buchanan. And it's no secret how good he is. And teams are ready to prepare for him. But can you stop Trevor Klein? That's the big thing, too. And they also have some other playmakers that can make plays. But this one, I think, is going to be as advertised. Two heavyweights battling out this week down there in Gower.
0: I'll tell you what, that matchup is only one of the four matchups in our area with state-ranked teams, and we're going to go to another one in the MEC to Savannah. I tell you what, how about a how about the start for Coach Hayes in Savannah? Year one, got this team undefeated right now at seven and zero. Oh. Um, uh, Maryville comes to town for another edition of the Highway seventy one Showdown. I mean, Spoofhounds are four and three, but this is a, this is a, you know this team with Coach Webb, they're always in the mix every single year. And so, uh, Chris, um, you know your thoughts on the Highway seventy one matchup here for 2022
1: you look at maryville's record and you say four and three and you and you ask yourself is there something wrong with maryville no there's nothing wrong with maryville you their losses coming to blair oaks arguably one of the best if not the best teams in class two this year you have they played lutheran north last saturday a really good team out of st louis they lost st Pius, but it was back and forth the entire way so Maryville has a really tough non-conference schedule and pious in the conference that makes these spoofhounds better as the year goes on when they get the district play. And when you look at Savannah, I, I think coming into Coach Hayes' first year, I don't know if anybody really knew what we were going to get with the Savannah squad, right? Another new head coach. Their third and I think, four seasons, so a lot of change, a lot of turnover. Will these guys buy into what Coach Hayes is selling? And they did right away. You could see it during preseason. You could see it early in the season. And it's not the fact that they're undefeated because they've won games, but it's how dominant they've been. They haven't squeaked by. It's been they've beat their opponents like they're supposed to do. They win the game, and they take care of business. So this one's setting up. You have two teams. Maryville throws the football quite a bit now. They still have a really good running attack too. Savannah they can throw it a little bit too, but they want to punish you on the ground. They're physical. This is another
0: one of those good games this weekend too, Clifton. Oh man, that's that. Uh, that's gonna be exciting. I wish I wish you. I I think probably both of us probably wish we could clone probably multiple copies of us definitely be at these games. So um. Another one here, eight man football. And you know, I, you and I both talked to Devin and Anthony on a weekly basis. And um, uh, you know, this one's the big one on their schedule and with well, this is a big one of the big ones on ours. Number one, North Andrew at number five rank Worth County. Um, North Andrew just a uh, blitz opponents this season. I mean they had that high scoring thriller with Albany last week. Um Worth County rebounding very nicely after their loss to Albany back in week four. So um Chris, number one versus number five in the eight man football world, your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so, you, I mean, you look at what we've got here at the Grand River Conference, you know, championships, basically kind of on the line this week, there's still one more week to go, but you, you've you got North Andrew, who's in the driver's seat, they're controlling their own destiny at this point, and they jumped out to a pretty decisive lead on Albany in the second half last week, but Albany's a team that we've seen get down a couple possessions, and find their way back in the games, and even win some games this year, like they did against Platte Valley, they beat Worth County, So now you've got North Andrew welcoming in Worth County. Again, I think it's one of the top teams in the state. They can throw the football, too, and I think that's one of the matchups to look out for is North Andrew's secondary linebacker against Worth County's speed. North Andrew will bully you at the line of scrimmage. Their defensive front will get in the backfield. Their linebacking core, really solid, too, but Worth County's got a lot of speed there, so that's a
0: matchup I think you, you
1: need to watch, too.
0: And definitely I want to get your quick thoughts on this matchup. This is a matchup that may not get enough love um in our area. I know the other three matchups are gonna be getting a lot of publicity, not only on football tonight, but on the Cliff Notes podcast as well. How about this one? Gallatin and Trent. I know that you took the trip to um Maysville on Saturday to go watch Trenton and Maysville. Um, you know, but Gallatin's been pretty good as well. This is a team that's been um they like the they used to like the explosive plays, but this is a team that runs the football very well. We know how Coach Holt loves to run the football there for um gallatin and for trenton you know we, you know we talked about it with central and benton you know just the winning hasn't been there trenton's another one of those schools that you know they've taken their lumps over the past couple of years we're now seeing some of the fruits of their sacrifice so uh, chris just uh, your your thoughts on gallatin and trenton
1: yeah I, I think when you look at trenton i saw them last weekend like you said and, and they're a team that will try to punish you a little bit they're pretty physical they run the football they make some plays too if they need to but they, they want to run the football, and you look at what Gallatin's done with Chris Holt over there, who had tons of success at Lathrop, tons of success in Maryville, and he's got that program sitting there at the top of the Levin Man and Grand River Conference. So like you said, this is another one of those conference games. If it wasn't all the way over in Trenton, it would be a lot easier to get to. But you know, this is one that we're going to be watching pretty closely as well between two of the best in the GRC because these two teams have – you know, earned everything they've gotten so far this year too.
0: And uh, Chris, I want to before we before we let you go. Um, you know, football tonight, uh, ten thirty-five every single Friday night. Um, uh, I know, um, uh, I know, I've been a big part of football tonight for years. Um, so um, I haven't got to catch as much football tonight as I would like. But um, Chris, what are some of the games this week on your on your guys's uh, coverage schedule that we can see highlights of on Friday night? Well, still in the process of making
1: the complete schedule, and Wednesday is usually when I get that completed. So. But we will have Mid-Buchanan, East Buchanan. We will have maryville Savannah. We will have North Anderworth County. We will have Benton and Cameron. I mean, we'll, we'll have a, a lot of local games throughout there. We'll have King City and Albany because that's a Thursday night game. So we'll rerun those highlights as part of the show as well, even though we will air those on Thursday night as well. So we'll have quite a bit of stuff here to pass along. Uh Top of my head, Saint Joe Christian—they're at home again, you know. Th- this week, LeBlanc played on Saturday, if I remember looking at that schedule correctly, too. So, and they're on the road at Greenfield, so you know the, they're they're away from things too. And of course, Saturday we have a lot of uh, district championship softball, so it'll be hard to get to Bishop LeBlanc football this week. But we'll we'll have a lot of games from the area too. And now we're getting to the point to where everybody's playing each other closely, so now it's easier for us to drive around and get all these games too
0: absolutely definitely and i'll be missing i'll be missing uh miaa football on saturday to go to softball 11 a.m start there at heritage on saturday so um well chris um just um plug football tonight Where um you know KQ two um is that where everybody can catch that KQ two
1: yep KQ two or online kq com and our live stream is 10 35 friday night we'll have all the highlights post on facebook and twitter after the shows as well uh, a lot of fun interviews just getting all the scores in there, lot, tons of highlights. So, Coach, I appreciate you having me on and talking a little bit of football
0: here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. No, I haven't had you on in a little while. You know, we wanted to make that happen. Again. So, um, you, you Definitely, you're doing great things. Um, great stories you've been doing, great packages you've been running, um, great storytelling. You and Mitch are doing great work there on football tonight. Keep up the great work. And um, I look forward to seeing you on, on this on Friday night.
1: Appreciate it, man. You keep killing it, too.